be for real, could it? She initiated one thing after another, bringing others into it until there wasn't anything I wouldn't do or didn't. What? Needless to say, I started attending these parties regularly, and Dean Armstrong, who had introduced me first to drugs, then to the parties, now started subsidizing my drug bill. He was keeping a hard eye on me at these parties. I could have cared less. I was on a sex bender that was greater than any bag I had ever tried before. No sick stomach, no shakes, no flashbacks, no weird freaky feeling of junk between your nerve ends and your bones. Just soft, pink sex. It's so boring. It's so boring. <laughs> don't you? Okay, but don't you love the phrase soft, pink sex? <laughs> <laughs> He's pushing it. Uh, we did drugs and then we had sex. It's just this like Christian fantasy of what Satanists are like. It's so boring. Gradually, vaguely, I began to notice that at most of the parties, the conversation seemed to drift toward religion. For a while, I wondered what religion had to do with sex. And I came to realize that the kind of religion they were talking about was actual Satan worship. But in the pink haze I was in, that didn't bother me. In fact, it seemed kind of appropriate. God, this is such bad writing. He just like throws that in. He doesn't even do it in like dialogue or something. Yeah, you're right. Like a twist. Somebody reveals to him in conversation after sex or whatever. Like, by the way, we're all Satanists. He's just like, oh, I eventually found out they're Satanists. That's a bad, that's not even a scene. And so they brought me along patiently, smilingly, bit by bit, taking their time. After a while, Dean began giving me little things to do, like delivering messages or money. It got to the point where almost anything I wanted was mine, as long as I did things for Dean. Goodfellas. It's now Goodfellas. It okay. is Goodfellas. Oh, my gosh. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a Satanist. <laughs> and he says, the secondary meetings were pretty mild. In fact, they were much like an ordinary church service. Only being a mirror image with calculated blasphemy, the outstanding feature. It dawned on me that the function of the secondary service was to act as a binding together, a fellowship or brotherhood type of get-together, with a lot of show and socializing, but no honest to badness afflicting or even oppressing. I do like that he's implying that it's like this is just like normal church in the sense that most of it is boring. Yeah, exactly. And then there's like a coffee hour afterwards. Yeah, that feels honestly like the most realistic thing yeah. he said. Everyone talked big and gnashed his teeth at Jesus Christ and went through phony rituals that seemed pretty tame and hardly resulted in anyone getting hurt or attacked or anything. But it was a good place to make contacts for dope and get ideas on drumming up business and trying new gimmicks. Yet I always felt the real scene was taken care of somewhere else by secret committees or a super organization. Ooh, here we come to the org chart and the newsletter. Yes. Who were all these people who were being bound together? There were several hundred of us, I estimate, spread out in the vast San Bernardino Riverside Colton area of Southern California. The witches were mostly 18 to 30 years of age. And if you, and then if you age out of being a witch, you just can't be a witch anymore. Be a it's witch. like being a Playboy bunny. She kind of sucks. Stewardesses back then. We were mostly white and educated, but it was open to all comers. And we had an integrated ecumenical base that any institution would be proud of. He just really wants you to know that he wasn't in like a racist satanic cult. Well, anti-racism <laughs> is by definition satanic, according to a previous page of this very book. So it doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay. But then they decide that he is ready. For the third stage, Dean Armstrong behaved mysteriously as we got out of his car that night and walked into a barn 
located in an orange grove near Redlands. Ooh, here we go. You've been a good slave, Mike, he said, pausing at the door. You've been meeting the population and doing lots of right things for us, so I have a surprise in store for you. He looked at me. That is, if you want to go along with it. I've gone along with everything else, I shrugged. This is also one of the problems with the writing is this protagonist has no agency. Like, who is he? What does he yeah. want? I really don't know. It's like Rogue One. I'm going to tell you something. I'd never seen him look so serious. I'm a master counselor, and my two buddies and I run this group, but we lost a couple of members recently, and we need a replacement who's really with it. We've been keeping our eyes on you, and we decided you're it. Let's go. Okay, he said, opening the door. You sit down while I robe up. If you join, you'll get robes too. Okay. In all of our talk about the satanic panic, I have, I'm always like, tell me more about the robes. Like, everyone has them. Who's cleaning them? Who's in charge of cleaning oh, yeah. them? Do you have to dry clean them? Where do you get them from? And I love that Mike Warnke, based on the fact that I think he knows no world except kind of Christian fellowship, is like, yeah, you know, you join on a provisional basis, and then if you decide to stick around, they do give you a robe. Like, I like that he's answering that question. Yeah, he has the same logistical concerns as you do. Yes. Well, sometimes he does. So they go into the barn. There are some dudes sitting on the floor around a nine-foot-in-diameter circle. And he says, In the center of the circle was the altar, a granite slab supported on two sawhorses. On the slab, a girl lay on her back, nude and waiting. Here we go. An inverted cross and an image of a goat's head stood at each end of the altar. Okay. The service was a black...